Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, the Sports Governor, and we will be right back with you in two minutes. Hang tight. Sports done right.
Hellcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What is up, everyone? Thank you for the beats, Dre. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the Sparks Governor, coming to you live and direct from the executive patio, from the executive mansion. We are not in the Situation Room tonight. We are outside on a beautiful, let me stress, beautiful summer night in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the great state of Minnesota, God's country. And man, it is, what can I say? Football's back. We got a lot to get into. You saw the title of the show, Politics Swerving into the Sports Lane, and we just can't separate the two anymore. And the main culprit is the President of the United States, Donald Trump. And we're going to talk about that. This is not me going all in on Trump, but... Colin Cowherd had a very interesting take, which I totally agree with. I put it on all my social media pages and shared it with other pages about how Donald Trump just keeps instigating and putting himself and and injecting himself, I guess is the correct term, into a, a lot of different sports topics. And we are going to get into that. I am going to play the sounder from Colin Cowherd's show. We're also going to talk about what these athletes do when they're not either on the court, on a field, what they're doing for philanthropy. We're going to talk about our Minnesota Vikings, of course. Of course our Minnesota Vikings, baby. Crowd likes that. going to talk about the offensive line we are going to talk about dalvin cook we are going to talk about a lot of things with our beloved minnesota vikings we are going to give you a quick update on a couple things over at the university of minnesota Uh, big 10 football is right around the corner obviously the urban meyer scandal is um you know in, in full effect right now we are going to discuss a little bit of that as well here um towards the the front end of the show because He came out and admitted it. He knew. I mean, look. We're cutting hairs here. We're we're walking fine lines. But it's Urban Meyer, a winning coach. Personally, you know, some people hate him. Some people do not like him for a plethora of reasons. Some of which I totally understand, by the way. But then again, the folks in the in the state of Ohio, the Columbus area, love that football team and love what he has been able to do with them. He's he's you know, they were winning with Jim Trestle and Jim Trestle got released for a lot less. 
but this seems to be a little different. There's a, a, a small little rally, I think, of about 100 people I saw today on uh, one of the sports highlight shows, and, you know, that's just people out there just being people. But Ohio State is uh, really going to have to think this one through in terms of the university, the I don't know if they have a Board of Regents or, or whatever it is down there here at the University of Minnesota. It's the Board of Regents that, you know, run things, make those final decisions. Whoever that is for the Ohio State University is going to have to get that figured out because whenever it comes to sexual assaults, domestic violence, things like that, you just can't play with. And if you know something, you got to do the right thing. You got to do the right thing. And I know it's tough. And I know. But look, if, if, if I'm urban and someone came to me and said, Coach Wright, hey, man, I hate to tell you this, but your wide receivers coach. We, we have evidence that he may be abusing his wife physically and however else. I got to get to the bottom of it. Hey, all about due process here. I'm the sports governor of Minnesota. I'm all about due process. Don't get it wrong. But when you have those types of allegations, and if they do seem to be credible, you just, just come clean, people. Just come clean. That's all you got to do. And I know it sounds very simplified here. And again, this is Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com. But that's just how I feel. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me on Facebook, uh, Vince Wright. You can also follow Sports Done Right, the show on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth one That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And Instagram as well, hashtag Sports Done Right. Search for us there and you can follow all the good news from the sports governor of Minnesota and this fun little show that started off about three years ago. We got some very exciting news. We got some new partnerships coming up, some new uh, alliances taking taking shape here in the great North Star state of Minnesota. So uh, keep your ears tuned here next couple weeks and uh, we will definitely fill you in on what is happening with Vince Wright, the sports governor, as well. So, all right, folks, real life, you know, I'm, I'm doing that insurance thing. I've just been hustling my butt off. We did get a show in last week. It was very important for me because that would have been three weeks without sports done right in a row. Now we got two weeks back to back, and I am very, very, very excited to be back with you here. So, uh, what else we got here on the docket? Not going to be the longest show tonight. I'm kind of just going to get to these bullet points here and and get in, get out, so to speak. Like I said, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods, Vikings camp news coming. I mean, all kinds of stuff popping up here. NFL's in full effect. Uh, I think if I can check my one of my monitors here. I know the Hard Knock series starts. I thought it was tonight. And we are correct. So let me set the old DVR here for that. Because I've been hearing a lot of talk here about this Cleveland team and what they should do with Baker Mayfield. And, 
you know, things like that. And I'll get in that chat room here in a quick second here, gang, to acknowledge everybody in the Spreaker.com chat room off and running. Matter of fact, let me just say that right now. First off, the one and only Bama boy out of 334, the one and only Bama boy, the biggest fan Bama's got. And I do mean literally the biggest. This man is a, 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 a just walking muscle, man. Big, thick. Bamba Boy, I ain't surprised Bamba Boy ain't got a scholarship down there for Nick. I don't know. He needs one. But anyway, Bamba Boy in the house, thank you for joining us. JB Jennings, Mr. Smooth himself has joined us. Thank you, sir. The one and only Big Kev, host of Clutch Talk Sports Radio. My main man, thank you for joining us. Legal representation for xsquadaffiliates.com, our podcast home. That's right, the one, the only slug Odahama. Man, I love, <laughs> there he is, Mr. Controversy himself with that Avi, but he loves it. He is the one and only, he is the silk one. That's right, silky. Sidney Jackson in the house. What up, Big Sid? Over in Ede Prairie, Minnesota, via the Twitter direct message, the one and only, as he calls himself, the vanilla homie, Big Mike in Eden Prairie, joining us. What's happening? All right. So let's get to it here, man. We're just going to jump right into it. Um, let's just get into the, the main thing. I'll finish out the show with some Vikings and Gophers news, but we're here to talk the politics, the sports, the swerving of the nation. I'm going to play the sound here from Colin Cowherd, who this is really the whole reason that we're doing this show when I heard this and I totally agreed with him. So take a listen and we'll be right back. For the last several years, you have told me stick to sports and I listen to you because you are my affiliates, my advertisers and my audience. And I've always said you drive the bus. You tell me to stick to sports. The network I used to work at, they don't stick to sports. They talk a lot of politics, but I don't. I don't. And I don't because I've been listening. But what happens when you're trying to stick to sports and not talk politics, and politics doesn't stick to politics and jumps into sports? We have an acting president who attacked a superstar this weekend, a superstar LeBron who had just opened a school. LeBron is doing as well as you could expect anybody to do as a superstar athlete, elevating himself and others. I'm sticking to sports, but our president's not sticking to politics. He's attacking NBA players unprovoked. He's attacking NFL players. He's attacking owners and commissioners. My job is to stick to sports, but our president has become secondhand smoke. I just want to eat dinner and go to bed. I don't want emphysema, but I'm getting it. When I'm driving down the freeway and somebody keeps swerving into my lane, hitting me, I'm trying to stick to my lane and get home safely. And then I get home and my wife says, why is there two dents in the car? And I said, I tried to stick in my lane, but the guy next to me kept swerving into my lane. I'm trying to stay in my lane. I'm trying to eat dinner and go to bed without emphysema. But I got secondhand smoke. I got secondhand smoke. I got a president swerving into sports. I like when my presidents pick a Final Four. I like when my presidents pick a Super Bowl winner. I like it. I think it's cool that presidents are aware of the World Series. That's the world I live in. 
But I don't think it's cool when presidents unprovoked attack superstars, especially in the same week that in their hometown they open a school. Everybody wants guys like me to stick to sports. I'm trying. I really am. I'm listening. But politics isn't sticking to politics. And the most powerful voice in America is attacking athletes, making it impossible for me not to address it. I didn't like it. I've never liked it. I have no problem with presidents, senators, and governors picking a March Madness bracket. I do have a problem when they unprovoked attack great athletes who have kicked butt for the last 15 years giving back to our regularly scheduled sticking to sports. Couldn't have said it better myself. And and what a you know, I'll tell you what. You know, we go after what we call mainstream sports hosts and shows a lot, and deservedly so, but I thought Cowherd was right on point with that analysis. I'll play that again a little later on uh, for the latecomers, and it, it, it needs to be played again. Sidney Jackson in our Spreaker.com chat room. <laughs> Damn, called Trump secondhand smoke. Listen, for, for the people who like Trump and who voted for Trump, and I know that listen to this show, And who want to take this right away as, oh, here we go again, another show bashing the president. Did you hear what Colin just said? That's what I, that's why I'm playing this clip once or twice more. Because I really want people to listen to it. Because again, I couldn't have said it any better myself. I feel the exact same way. Why are you, Mr. President, interjecting into the sports field? And now... We're playing with people's emotions. We're playing with patriotism. We're playing with high emotions. No matter what side you're on, Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, libertarian, social, whatever. But words mean something. I had a professor who told me that in college, a speech professor, words mean something. Words mean things. And historically in this country, when you refer to black people as dumb, like he did with Don Lemon, and you know, hey, I'm politically I'm I'm a, I call myself an independent. You know, my disclaimer is I have voted for both parties. I have volunteered for both parties here in, in the great state of Minnesota. Um, the Republicans, I, I actually <laughs> voted for are, are nowhere near today's Republicans by any means, but, you know, Republicans, nonetheless, I voted for Democrats. Uh, I've, I've supported everybody literally at one time or another, just kind of depending on my own feelings. But like Colin said, when, when you come out unprovoked, when you come out unprovoked, all LeBron James did, and I say this to friend, to fans of the president, all like he said, all the, all he did was he opened a school in his hometown, a school that's going to not only help the kids but help the families of the kids. If the parents don't have a high school diploma, they can go to this school and get training to get their GED. 
The kids are going to be fed. They're going to be fed a free lunch, or excuse me, free breakfast, a free lunch, snacks. So that while they're in class, and we've all been there before, you, you, that, t- that stomach starts growling, makes learning a lot harder when you're hungry, right? But that's being taken care of. All kinds of other benefits at LeBron James New School in Akron, Ohio. And, and the most exciting, the best one I thought, was that if these kids that go to his school graduate from high school with a partnership from the University of Akron, they will all be given full-ride scholarships to go to the University of Akron. I mean, come on. I mean, honestly, come on. I don't like to get political either. I mean, y'all know me, man. I'm the gentle giant. I got heavy political views. Everybody who who knows me off the air knows that. And I can talk politics with the best of them. I have educated um, answers for where I come from, whether you agree or disagree. I'm going to hold up my end. I'm not just one out there bloviating. Want to say what up to the... Main man kicking in with Kesey, Kesey Ingram out of the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. Originally from Virginia, my main man, what's up? So that's the thing. When we're talking these politics and we're talking sports, of course we want to sit here and talk sports. I'm a sports show. I love sports. I'm a sports guy. But when the president, like Colin Cowherd just said, comes in unprovoked, and comes in with the accusations, the name calling, um, you know, I just, I don't get this. Okay, I'm listen, I'm not a big Don Lemon guy by any means at all. I mean, I, I rarely watch his show. I probably agreed with some of the stuff he said on the show, probably disagreed with some of the show, stuff he said on his show. But when, when Trump came on and, and right off the bat in that tweet calls Don Lemon dumb, and, and makes the same inference for LeBron James. And then makes the joke, oh, well, he made LeBron James look smart. And that's hard to do. Oh! I mean, come on. Miss Rare Beauty in the Spreaker.com chat room, how are you? Thank you for joining the sports governor on Sports Done right here tonight. I mean, honestly, people. I don't care about Democrat, Republican. I I do care about right and wrong. I do care about right and wrong. And I've had plenty of people come at me. A lot of uh, conservative friends who come at me and, and, you know, want my take on this and, you know, my takes on other things. And I just say, look, man, it's really about right and wrong. What's up, Jungle Brother, the one and only Podfather himself, joining us here as well. Let me, since we got some new people, let me play this Colin Cow, Cowherd clip again, just to kind of fill everybody in. This is the reason, and I agree with him 100%, and the reason we're talking about this topic tonight. For the last several years, you have told me stick to sports. And I listen to you because you are my affiliates, my advertisers, and my audience. And I've always said you drive the bus. 
You tell me to stick to sports. The network I used to work at, they don't stick to sports. They talk a lot of politics, but I don't. I don't. And I don't because I've been listening. But what happens when you're trying to stick to sports and not talk politics, and politics doesn't stick to politics and jumps into sports? We have an acting president who attacked a superstar this weekend, a superstar, LeBron, who had just opened a school. LeBron is doing as well as you could expect anybody to do as a superstar athlete, elevating himself and others. I'm sticking to sports, but our president's not sticking to politics. He's attacking NBA players unprovoked. He's attacking NFL players. He's attacking owners and commissioners. My job is to stick to sports, but our president has become secondhand smoke. I just want to eat dinner and go to bed. I don't want emphysema, but I'm getting it. When I'm driving down the freeway and somebody keeps swerving into my lane, hitting me, I'm trying to stick to my lane and get home safely. And then I get home and my wife says, why is there two dents in the car? And I said, I tried to stick in my lane, but the guy next to me kept swerving into my lane. I'm trying to stay in my lane. I'm trying to eat dinner and go to bed without emphysema. But I got secondhand smoke. I got secondhand smoke. I got a president swerving into sports. I like when my presidents pick a Final Four. I like when my presidents pick a Super Bowl winner. I like it. I think it's cool that presidents are aware of the World Series. That's the world I live in. But I don't think it's cool when presidents unprovoked attack superstars, especially in the same week that in their hometown they open a school. Everybody wants guys like me to stick to sports. I'm trying. I really am. I'm listening. But politics isn't sticking to politics. And the most powerful voice in America is attacking athletes, making it impossible for me not to address it. I didn't like it. I've never liked it. I have no problem with presidents, senators, and governors picking a March Madness bracket. I do have a problem when they unprovoked attack great athletes who have kicked butt for the last 15 years giving back. Who are regularly scheduled sticking to sports. Hi, everybody. Yep, that's about it, man. I mean, I'll give it up again for Colin. And before I continue here, I want to welcome some new faces. Um, first off, and, I, and I'm sorry, how could I forget? Happy birthday to one of the nicest ladies, one of the, the best people you will ever meet. Roma Drake Lewis, the one and only, a.k.a. Mocha Bella. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Mocha, we, we all love you. Mocha's from Miami, Florida, the 305. She does so much for all of our little podcasts. We, we jokingly call her our administrative assistant. She's always... Sending out notifications and tweets and Facebook messages. And I wish we had a way to pay her because she puts in that type of work. I mean, she honestly does. But yeah, um, thank you, Mocha, for joining us. My beloved wife who's up north at the cabin with uh, the kids and a friend of hers and her kids. Angie Wright, the first lady, hanging out with her best bud, Carrie. Thank you for joining us, dear. Uh, we got Kesey earlier, Jungle Brother. I think we are all caught up. RC, the one and only RC, my main man, the Minnesota Mafia, times duh, up there in Duluth. What up, homeboy? 
And we got someone new here. Check this out. Jackie in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Jackie, a female, as, as she jokingly says on Twitter here. Over there says, great show. Glad I found you. I'll be listening. Thank you very much, Jackie from Rhinelander. Appreciate that. And who else is checking in? The one and only. She's back. Sarah up there in Circle Pines. All right, so back to the back to the lecture at hand. So when people come and say, "Hey man, shut up and dribble. Just stick to sports." That's what you're paid to do. Well, what are those people doing? I'll wait. Exactly. We ask our athletes to put their money where their mouth is, and they do, and they still get hammered. We ask athletes to give of their time, to go to hospitals, to do, you know, do time with sick kids and, and everything else, and they do. The majority of them that we have no idea give their time. College athletes, the same thing, and they don't even get paid. But they're there to put a, a smile on the kid's face, to sign autographs, to do whatever needs to be done. And they get hammered. I get it. A lot of negative stuff out there. It's, it's reflective of the population. So yes, there are going to be some athletes that abuse their wives. There are going to be some athletes that have problems with alcohol and drugs. There's going to be some athletes that do a bunch of stupid, excuse the term, but a bunch of stupid shit. But that's what it is. Let me get into the chat room here, share some opinions. Chaka in the house, appreciate you. He's in the library, um, ears on, he says, or leaving out the library in his car. So listening, can't text, I'm sure. Be safe out there, Chaka. Thank you for jumping in here. Um, we got, who else do we got here? Elizabeth from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, is listening to the sports governor. Angie says, preach. Thank you, dear. I appreciate that. Angry Black Man says, um, and by the way, for everybody who hears the term and these monikers that people use in our chat room, angry black man is literally the nicest guy you could probably ever meet. And make sure you follow his show on Spreaker.com as well. But it says taxpayers have the right to have a voice. Athletes are taxpayers, so they have a right to speak on anything that affects them and their community. Seems very simple, right? Same problems athletes have are the same problems that affect the rest of society, politicians included. Of course. I mean, look, man, politicians are the last people that need to be talked about. Equal opportunity, both sides of the aisle. We all know what JFK, John Kennedy, was up to with uh, every woman but his wife. We know what Bill was up to. We know George W. had had problems with the cane for a minute. And on and on and on it goes. I mean, whether it's Pacadillo's in the in in the Oval Office with Clinton. I mean, Newt Gingrich was trying to get Clinton impeached, and Newt Gingrich was having an affair with his wife, who who had cancer. I mean, it was it's just crazy what goes on. But 
we don't hear about the everyday things that these athletes do. Besides giving of themselves on the field, um, on a basketball court, on a hockey rink, for our enjoyment. But then the president's there to level shots. You do realize, people, and we're going to get to our first break here. The Gov's been pontificating, and I am not done pontificating because I know a lot of y'all want to hear the Gov get a little more political at times, but this is the night for that because when I saw that tweet, when I heard this story, man, I, I literally just lost it. I mean, we're getting to the point in society where people doing good things is being mocked and ridiculed and people buy into that. Again, this is Vince Wright, sports governor. You are listening to Sports Done Right. RC from Duluth, Minnesota says, saying shut up and dribble is just another way of deflecting from the problem at hand. And no one is better at deflecting than 45. Sydney Jackson says, people only tell athletes to stick to sports when said athlete says something they don't like. That's a great point. That's a great point. But in the case of LeBron James, and first off, how is he dumb? This guy is a a high school graduate who, when it's all said and done, is going to make over half a billion dollars from basketball, plus whatever he's going to get in the afterlife of basketball. As we're all talking about him moving to L.A., part of this is the after-basketball career, supposedly. What's so dumb about this cat? I'll wait, because I don't know. I don't know. I wish, trust me, right now, I wish I had $500 million. I wish I could open up a whole bunch of Vince Wright sports governor schools around the country. I wish I could donate money to all kinds of schools. I wish I could donate money to the to all the HBCUs. I wish I could send a whole bunch of money to my frat Sigma Nu. I wish I could send money to the University of Minnesota like it's nobody's business. But then am I going to get ridiculed? Somebody who disagreed with me on a political or, or something going to come and try and say, well, this this brother's dumb. I mean, this, I mean, it's just crazy what is going on right now. My wife, Angie, the first lady, writes, says, if you watch The Apprentice, Trump is exactly who he is. Nothing will change with his rhetoric ever. And that's what I tell people who really hate him, who are just way against Trump. Because they're trying to change something that ain't going to change. So you got to know what you're dealing with. Jungle Brother says exactly, Sid. Okay, here we go. Now, Sarah from Circle Pines is... And thank you for being being really courageous with this, that she sent uh, this message she sent me. Gov, it's okay to talk about this on air. I voted for Trump because I'm an economic conservative. I didn't vote for Trump on on social issues or anything like that, but I honestly felt he would do better for the economy. All I want is a president who A, leads the nation, and B, acts presidential. He's not doing neither one of those and would really make it hard for me to vote for him again at this point. There you go. And, and thank you again, Sarah, for, for uh, sending that message as well. 
Fish and Grits in the house. Fish and Grits in the house in the Spreaker.com chat room. Thank you for joining us. Sa? Um, let's see here. Let's do this because I got so much more to say in the second half of this show. Let's get to the break now. Let's get some happy music going here. Let's sit back, relax. You know what? Cause jungle brothers in the house. Give me one second here. Jungle jungle. This one's for you, my man, folks, please vote for me. Vince, right? The sports governor KSTP 1500 AM here in the twin cities, the sportscaster idol contest. Honored to make the final 10. I, I, I honestly, I, I could not believe it. I really couldn't. And because of you guys, I just appreciate all the love. There's been a lot of support and everything else. So we can vote till Friday. If you have multiple emails, you can use those different emails, I think. But I've we can vote till Friday. So make sure you vote at least once a day. Now, I think the way it's set up, you may actually have to wait 24 actual hours from the time you voted. So if you voted at like 11 at night, you may, I think, have to wait till 11 at night the next day. But anyway, Jungle Brother, this is for you. The man that started the man, the myth, the legend, the sports governor gave me the name and would always introduce me by a certain song by a purple prince. We'll be right back after this. Sports done right. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, and I approve this message.
12 yellow roses and candy too I like to be up front and never play the back But the way you treat me girl is like a heart attack I'm a real true trooper aiming for the time I'm with you by my side official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Let's get back to the show. Coming to you live from the sports mansion in the palatial estates here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's sports done right by my man Vince Wright. That's me again. Bring it, Robert. What up? We are back. Sports done right. Tuesday night edition. Loving life. My main man, Robbie Rob, Mitchum on the beats. Thank you, sir. And oh, we were getting into it before we had our first break here earlier tonight. The intersection of politics and sports, it just it, the two just cannot separate themselves because Donald Trump, the president, is, well, basically using it for his own benefit. Um, let me go back here, as I know we had an extended music break there. just want to make sure I didn't miss anybody coming into the show late. Again, this is Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Of Minnesota, this great state. We're going to talk some Vikings here as we get into the second part of the show. And um, before we get out of here for Tasty Talk Tuesdays on xsquadaffiliates.com, our, our podcast partners. Again, you can find the show there. You can find the show on Spreaker.com as well. Please vote at 1500 KSTP, the Sports Idol Contest, the Sports Caster Idol Contest, excuse me. Yours truly is a semi-finalist, made the top 10, and trying to get into the final four. I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart uh, for all the votes and all the check-ins and everybody hitting me up and tweeting me and texting me and messaging me that they're voting for me, uh, voting as much as they can and doing all that. It really means a lot. I don't know what's going to happen, but this past few days has just really let the sports governor know that he has a lot of people behind him in his corner. And 
honestly, man, from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me. So props to everybody out there, all of you. I thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, let's finish up here with the the main topic and get into a little football other than um, uh, anthem protest and whatnot, which, again, Donald Trump totally. You you notice how that was. um, I don't excuse the, the, the pun. It was almost a dead issue. And then. You know, to rile up the base, to get it going again. Donald Trump's the one who brought it up. And and started, you know, poking that bear again. And then threatening the owners of the NFL. And here we are today with a very screwy policy on the whole situation. Stay in the locker room. If you're on the field, stand at attention. What? I mean, I don't know. You know, personally, I stand because I like to honor the veterans. My father, veterans that I know there's some in our, in our very own chat room here. I know Jungle is a, is a vet. Um, I, I think, yeah, Mike and Eden Prairie even mentioned before, he was a former Marine. And as I try and tell people, it was a, you know, a, a military person that told Kaepernick to take a knee instead of sitting on the bench, but... We'll save that for another show. So to end this and get into the rest of the sports here before we end the rest of the show, I just want to say this. I want the president to lead. I want the president to be presidential. Like Sarah said earlier, I thought that was very well put by her. And someone who seems to to actually want to bring us together. You know, we're some some perilous times right now. And I know this to to the Trump people sounds like some anti-Trump whatever, but here's the thing. There's right and there's wrong. Again, I don't look at this so much in political context. To me there's right and wrong. And when you come out and you don't G Money Joiner, what up? You know, you come out here and, and divide and conquer, and that's the mentality. Gary G Money Joiner says, I don't stand anymore. This country doesn't care about veterans. Well, we've that was a big thing in, in the last election, too. He, the Gary G Money Joiner is absolutely correct. The way our veterans have been treated, especially at the VA and, and vets dying and and suffering because they can't get the services they deserve is something we could definitely talk about in a different show, G Money. But you, yeah, you're you're right. And again, we'd all love to talk sports, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um moving on and and thank you for, for hanging out that first hour. It was a lot of fun reading all your comments here. And I'll be back in the chat room here in just a couple seconds. The Jungle Brother says Trump thinks he's still on The Apprentice. Um, Vikings news. Vikings all of a sudden kind of made a little news today here. Richie Incognito 
if you believe him, says Mike Zimmer expressed some interest in having the ever-controversial offensive lineman join our beloved purple team. And not that that's a good idea on any level. (laughs) Of course not. Not that that's a good idea on any level, bringing him on board. But then Incognito then goes after Coach Zimmer in a profanity-laced tweet and dropping names, calling them this and that. And Zimmer's like, hey, I didn't do it. I got no interest in you. Now, let's hope the Vikings really have no interest in him after this, but to upset that apple cart and bring someone like uh, Incognito on board was just, in, in the Gov's opinion, be a total mistake. Total mistake for Vikings Nation. Angry Black Man says, Preach, Gov, you don't even have to talk politics, just basic right, wrong, and decency. Thank you, Ang. That's all it is, people. That's all it is. (laughs) Basic right and wrong and decency. Why do these things got to then make you be either left or right or, you know, conservative, liberal, whatever. I mean, what happened to that? And perilous times, perilous times. All right, RC, all hell, anyone but him. Well, maybe with the exception of Matt Khalil. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not get Khalil back in the mix here. Looks like Big L and my wife, Angie Wright, have been going back and forth. Big L, yo, first lady, get Vince Wright, please. Oh, stop, Big L. Big L in the house, by the way. Lorenzo with his Benzo down there in Little Rock by way of Chicago Southside. I want to say what up to the, the troll king extraordinaire. So we say no to the Vikings and incognito. No need for it. No need for that drama. Because you, you know it's, it's a ticking time bomb that's just going to go off again at any moment. And has already done so. Jungle Brother. Richie got, in a, excuse me, got a lot in common with Trump. He'll find the team quicker than Dez and Eric Reed. Yeah, maybe. But as long as it ain't the Vikings. As long as it ain't the Vikings. And when we talk about these athletes again, I forgot to. Let me just kind of circle back around here. Derek Rose has started a college fund, um, over $400,000 that's going to be divvied up so far for college scholarships for kids. I mean, again, stepping up to the plate. And a lot of these guys, there's a lot of guys that are making maybe two and 300000 that have foundations using that to give back. But they don't get the, you know, the the pub, they don't you know, they don't get the publicity. And even a lot of the millionaire athletes don't because they don't want it. So yeah, this this one just really pissed me off. All right, other Vikings news. Dalvin Cook looking tremendous. Looks real good. They held him out of last Saturday night's practice. 
over at TCO Stadium, the headquarters of the Minnesota Vikings over in Egan, Minnesota, the suburb here, no longer in Mankato. So good to see Dalvin back. Obviously, the Vikings are going to need him to, to do exactly what he was doing last year to give us any shot of getting back to the NFC Championship game. We've got a tremendous schedule. We're on the road at New England. Um, I think we're Pittsburgh. And I'm, I'm just, we got a hard-ass schedule coming up, man. Offensive line's the question mark. I said that on the Horn Scolger podcast last week. Um Proud to, uh, by the way, want to say what up to Justin Ekstrom and the folks over there at the Horn Scolger podcast and Out of Pocket Sports Network up there in the St. Cloud area. But that's what we were talking about, man. This offensive line, you know, Soprano passing away. Now we got the two coaches filling in, which I have no problem with. I think they're both fine. They both bring a pedigree. Um, We have a new tight ends coach. So, but the problem is the offensive line's already busted up. And then Pat Elfline, the star from Ohio State last year, decides to go off and have uh, shoulder surgery and didn't tell nobody. Along with, um, I think, was it an ankle or something that he got worked on as well? I don't know, man. Big L says Cousins will bring a Super Bowl to Minnesota. Not. Oh, he's always funny. And again, congratulations to Stephon Diggs on that $72 million five-year extension. $40 million guaranteed, by the way. Now we just got to find a way to move uh, that contract signing over to Anthony Barr, the, 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 uh, the last main signing here. Got Adam Thielen. He's going to be coming up next year, I think. Uh, Adam Thielen's only making $5.1 million this season. Uh, he can become a free agent after the 2020 season. So um, look for them to maybe make a little move there to sign Adam Thielen and extend him next year as well. Um, let's see here. What else do we got on the Vikings? Just kind of a ho-hum training camp. Um, obviously, preseason games are starting right up. Big L says Vince Cousins is not the answer. Facts. He also says Cousins will... It's Big L. He's got an award called the Big L, the Big Loser Award named after him. What can we say? Oh! I got a root for Cousins, man. He's our our quarterback now. (laughs) I mean, I I don't want to go out and, 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 you know, make the dude lose games and all that. But, shoot, I, I hope he comes through. Vikings are going to host five large-scale high school football games at the new headquarters as well. They are also considering hosting Division II and Division III college games there. Their stadium holds roughly between 6,000 to 6,500, but it can be expanded out to 10,000. So for Division II and Division III football, that would be phenomenal as well. I uh, hate to agree with Big L, but I agree Cousins is not the answer, but I hope I'm wrong. Oh, and that's from RC in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> here we go. Mike and Eden Prairie agrees with you too, Big L. I agree too. I. It's a it, look, man. They paid him the the world to get him to get him here. It's all on his shoulders. Now, granted, 
we got an offensive line that's already busted up. I mean, if, if we don't have a line to protect him, this can all go south kind of quickly here. So, um, you know, I've heard everything from 10 and 6 to the old um, 12 and 4. Most people right in that 11 and 5 range with these Vikings. But again, tough schedule. And we'll see how they hold up because, again, offensive line is a huge question mark. Solid everywhere else. Defense looks good. You know, um, again, we got to get Anthony Barr signed. But outside of that, man, I mean, we're looking all right. Um, Mike Hughes, the you know, our first-round draft choice out of UCF, Central Florida, is looking phenomenal. And he's he loves football. He loves to hit. He loves to just get after it. And he learns. And he loves to learn the game. I cannot wait. I think in the next year, Maybe by the end of this year, who knows? But he is going to be a major player in that Vikings defense. And I cannot wait because we need him. He's going to be doing some, maybe some kickoff returns. All right. Sorry about that. Had a little technical glitch here. Mitch Trubisky ain't the answer as well, says our main man G-Money Joiner. Out of the Yonkers area of New York. You know, they're the Bears and Big L, that's your team. So, you know, definitely chime in in our chat room here on Sports Done Right. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. They're putting all the, all the money on him. Got to give them some some receivers to, to play with. You know, you got to – that's the thing, people. We got to remember, you know, we always talk these quarterbacks and we forget everything else that goes along with this stuff. You know, you need a good offensive line. You know, you need to be protected. You need to protect your quarterback. Your receivers need to find ways to get open. Some teams are just better than others, obviously. The Bears have sucked for a long time. The Bears are – Chicago is bear town. They're itching for that team to get back up and, and, you know, get back to another Super Bowl. And, you know, in those few years back when they were looking real good and Devin Hester was running back everything. But now it's been a while. So we'll have our NFC North preview show here. Maybe we'll get that done next week. In the next couple weeks for sure, um, we will definitely have that. Twins fans, Twins, just real quick Twins news because they're sucking as well. And baseball is a long, long, long season. But supposedly Joe Maurer might be. Might be open for saying goodbye to that no trade clause. But he, he wants to finish here. So I ultimately, I think they find a way to keep Joe Maurer here. Um, he's near the end of that, um, how a lot of people look at it, a horrific eight-year, $184 million contract. He's going to be 36 next year. He's 307 lifetime hitter. We'll see. We'll see. This year he's batting 276. And I don't know, man. The thing is about him... He's just, he's a Minnesota dude, and he just doesn't really 
seem to want to go anywhere else to chase titles or, you know, to get his shot at the ring. And you know what? Hey, if that's what he wants to do, that's that's on him and that's fine too. Got no problems with that whatsoever. Um, over at the University of Minnesota, very quickly, Williams Arena, they have a new basketball court finally go for fans. The, it is still raised, but check it out. Go online. It, it's very different than what you're used to. And I like it. Needed to kind of liven it up over there a little bit. Hopefully find a way to make some of those seats bigger. Gives people some more leg room, but that's a show for another day. But congratulations, University of Minnesota. Um, they are still, the football team still looking for their number one quarterback. Stay tuned there. We'll have much more info on our Gopher preview here in about three weeks. Or excuse me, two weeks because they play at the end of August here. God, that's right. And the state fair is two weeks away, man. Ah, we are losing summertime, people. We are losing summertime in the great state of Minnesota. And I don't want winter back. I just don't. I ain't a Democrat no more. It's a shame that presidents are selected, not elected, says G Money Joiner. Absolutely. Select that. And another little tidbit on our Vikings here on the net, the net value. Zilf bought the team from Red McCombs, if you remember. Let me check my notes. Back in 2005 for $600 million. Today, the Minnesota Vikings are estimated to be worth a, be worth $2.4 billion. Oh! Man, money over money over money over money. Crazy. Oh, what else we got here, folks? Oh, and lastly, Minnesota Vikings are looking to add a new hotel and conference center out at their headquarters as well. So that whole little area is going to become kind of a little hip spot, I think, for Egan, Minnesota, suburb just south of uh, Minneapolis here. So if you're local here, get in on the ground floor. <laughs> I'm telling you, Vikings doing some real big, impressive things over there. Rivaling the star down there in uh, Texas, home of them Cowboys. Here before I get out of here tonight. And that's going to be Tiger Woods. Is this the best that Tiger can do? Now, I don't say that to be a smartass. I'm just curious. If this is it, and let's just ponder this and follow me here for a second. If this is it for Tiger Woods, and we get an occasional, you know, a couple top 10s, you know, some top, some uh, T25s. An occasional miscut, maybe a run or two for a couple rounds during a major. You think he hangs around for that for the next eight years? Was he 41, 42? You played a senior tour at 50 in the golf world. G Money, I know it's your favorite sport, but it won't won't be long. That's what I'm wondering. He can't drive the ball well right now. I was looking at the Golf Channel earlier before I hit the air. They say you'd like to be about 60% when you're driving the fairways. Right now, Tiger is below 50. 
It's hit or miss. Does he have the mental fortitude to kind of stick through this? Now, you see him in a couple rounds and you go, well, why can't he get this tournament win? I mean, he's hitting great shots. Now, I think the thing, and this has been mentioned by a lot of people here recently, the fields that Tiger Woods is going up against now are deeper than the fields he was playing during his first run. The guys are just bigger, stronger. They hit it farther. The technology, which has been the big key as well. Technology is the, was the first key in all these guys catching up to Tiger. Remember when Tiger first started, he was the one, him and John Daly and maybe a couple other people on tour, they were the guys bombing it out there 350, 360 and out driving everybody by 50, 60, 70 yards in some cases. And then technology came and kind of bridged that gap. So now Tiger's out there, and it was real interesting. I, I, I watched a lot of Twitter during his um, last tournament, and a lot of people are now going, well, he's just a regular PGA Tour player now. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, he's, he's something more because he's the only one that still moves the needle. Everybody still hopes that he gets the win, including yours truly, the sports governor, my favorite golfer, one of my favorite athletes, and... I've seen Tiger play, I think, six or seven times in person. So if I've been in the area or uh, First Lady had a work trip and there's some golf involved and I can see him, that's what I did. Because he's greatness. He's greatness. Like Michael Jordan, people my age, now we all miss that little era of the NBA. Just like now. Tiger, all the things that he used to do and how exciting he did make golf, and now we miss that. Angry Black says, Tiger overthinks everything. He also doesn't have that mental edge over everyone. The mystique is gone. Very well said. And to, to, you know, to tag on to what ABM just said, he doesn't have that mental edge over people. Nobody's scared of Tiger Woods anymore. People love him. People appreciate him. The money he brings to these tournaments, especially if he can get into contention and play on the weekends and play deep into a Sunday. Absolutely. But the thing for Tiger is there's that one round. Like my wife will say with me, you know, I may come out and I'm always talking crap to Angie. This is the day I'm going to beat you. This, this, and that. And she, she goes, oh, don't worry. You'll have those one or two holes where you lose it. She doesn't even care what I say to her. She just goes about her business. And that's how people are with Tiger now. Until he proves differently, that's the thing. We all sit there now. Part of this nice comeback and and some of these good shots that he is hitting is, uh uh-oh, he's got a driver. He's got a driver. What's going to happen? Oh, shoot, he's, he's down by two. If he sprays it and goes out of bounds, he can play him, and he plays himself out of a couple tournaments with his driver. Never thought you'd say that about Tiger. <laughs> G-Money Joiner in the Spreaker.com chat room. Tiger got to go back to being a hoe. That seems to help his game. It, it just might. It just might, and it was funny. Jackie, who was with us earlier, says the same thing. Tiger needs to go back to 
just dating. Mike says exactly the same thing Judy Money just said. Tiger just needs to be Tiger. Hello, ladies, he has in quotations. <laughs> but, you know, and, and his life has changed. As he said, he's, you know, spending much more time with his kids and all that and trying to be a better dad and, you know, the quality time. And we can all relate to that. And he is 42 and he is, you know, broken down. He's had these back surgeries, the knee surgeries and, and, and on and on. But he's played himself close. And I I just hope he can find a way to find that mental edge. Here's what I'm looking for from Tiger. Whether it's this week at the PGA, which is the season's last major. He's, he's going to be playing a lot here, I think, just to earn some Ryder Cup points. And, you know, try and get into real contention to get on the Ryder Cup team. Because Tiger never plays six tournaments in a row as he's in the middle of doing right now. He used to play one out of every six tournaments in the heyday. <laughs> but so that's, I think, what's going on with him now. But I want to see Tiger Woods on a Sunday. I, I want to see kind of the old setup where he kicks butt those first three days or Saturday, which used to be the moving day for, for Tiger, where he seemed to be able to go low and to really post some scores. He's not he's done it a couple times, but not really. I want to see Tiger coming in to Sunday in that final group with a three-stroke lead and see if he can hold it. Easy on them snow bunnies, Gary G. Money Joiner. <laughs> I speak from experience. Oh! I hear you, bro. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about with Tiger Woods. We'll see what happens. I hope if he can find it. I think a lot of people think if Tiger can get this first win, you know, regular tournament, major, whatever it's going to be, if he can get the first one, that that confidence will just exude back in him and he will be able to find his way back to the winner's circle. And, you know, hey, maybe, maybe over these eight years, Try and get back in the major race with Jack Nicholas. Now, I definitely don't think that's going to happen now. But you never know. So I think that's what we're seeing. ABM says playing and winning the U.S. Open on a bad knee may have done more damage to his body than we thought at the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe, man. <laughs> You know, that's a very good point here as we're winding down the show. You know, we were so, ABM, that's that's a very good point because we were so mesmerized by that fact. You know, back in 2008 at Torrey Pines when we found out that Tiger Wood had a fractured leg. So he's literally playing on a broken leg and the, you know, the shots he made, you know, those were the shots that I was just talking about a few minutes ago. Those, those miraculous shots. He needed a 15-foot birdie just to get to the playoffs. Go out to your local golf course or whatever and mark off 15 feet and go, I got to make this right now and see what happens. You may make it once every 20 times, but then put on the pressure that Tiger was under and to do that and then come back the next day and win in the playoff. 
Playoffs? Gary says he'll be back. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here again. Sports Done Right, um, the, the political edition. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being fair. No, these comments are just comments of me and just what I notice. And like we were saying earlier, there's just there's right, wrong, and there's decency. It's not Republican, Democrat. It's not left, right, progressives or you know conservatives or whatever. It's about just being decent to people. And you know, Prez stepped over the line this week, so. All right, we will be back next week. Sports done right. Thank you all for listening. I want to thank everybody in western Wisconsin, up northern Minnesota, all over the country, Atlanta, Georgia, where we got a lot of the X-Squad affiliates. Make sure you check out the show on that website or on Spreaker.com. And I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Please continue to vote for me on the KSTP 1500 sportscaster idol contest i'll have links all over the place on my twitter feed at the big smooth one you can follow sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t on facebook vince Wright, and over at instagram sports done right as well everybody have a great night it was a lot of fun a great show a lot of good thoughts and a lot of good um posts in our chat room thank everybody on twitter Jackie, Sarah and Circle Pines, Big Mike always out there in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And we are gone. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Into deep left center from Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night.